0: Welcome to The Bureau Briefing,
1: a podcast by the Bureau of Digital, an organization devoted to giving digital professionals the support system they never had. Each episode, we're going to talk to a member of our community doing awesome, inspiring things. Now for your host, Carl Smith.
0: Hello, and welcome back to The Bureau Briefing. With us today, we have got the founder of the Digital PM Summit, author of the recently released book, Project Management for Humans. Part of the team here at the Bureau and a digital PM consultant at com, Mr. Brett Harnet How's it going, Brett? Hello, hello. Good. How are you? I'm good. We were talking uh, last week about account management and project management and digital project management. And this was something that we have been hearing more and more uh, across the community and not just the digital PM community, but also... The owners and the operators, and everybody's talking about it. And I'd shared with you that my experience from being with an advertising agency back before the web uh, showed up, because I'm old, old, <laughs> old, was that uh, you know account managers and project managers were always at odds with each other in the advertising world. And account managers were always trying to make sure the clients were super happy. And at the expense sometimes of the projects. And the project managers were always trying to make sure that the projects were done on time and on budget. And it became this thing. And then a couple of years ago, I started seeing the title account manager at digital shops. So I was talking with you because I wanted to get your take on how does all of this work together, account managers and digital project managers?
1: Oh, tangled web. um, so many responses to that. Um, I don't, I don't think there's a single answer. And I think like we can kind of dig into that, but there are so many agencies, um, doing different things, you know, like an agency of the same size, same output will be set up differently, just depending on what they've decided to do and and the roles they've decided to create. I think, for me, um, you know, like my point of view on project management or digital project management specifically within the agency is that you don't need the formalized role or title. Like, uh, you know, it can be whatever you want that person to be, um, be called, I guess. Um, but, but really, you just have to have somebody there who is keeping out a look after thing, a lookout after, I can speak today. Sorry, Carl. <laughs> uh, you need somebody who's, who's going to be looking after like the budget and the timeline, right? Um, so in a small agency, that could be a designer, developer, could be a project manager, producer. Um, it could be also an account manager. Um, it just depends on, you know, kind of what you're comfortable with and kind of the skill set that you have in-house. So I think no matter what project management skills are necessary, um, is the role necessary? Maybe not. Um, and I, I think that's okay. Uh, when it comes to account management, um, I've also been in that large agency um, space where account management and project management are separate kind of uh, roles or entities. Um, it wasn't as a PM. Um, as someone who was actually recruited into that role as a PM at, from a role where I was an account director, I did not like it. Um, and because in that large agency setting, uh, the PM is really just focused on the internal side of things, right? Like they're focused on um, financials and timing, not as much about overall project strategy or sometimes not even communicating directly with clients, which I think is kind of a mistake. Um, but then, you know, there, there are places where the account and project management work really hand in hand to make sure that a client is um, getting kind of like the full complete picture on what a project is and they're, they're getting what they want at the end of the day. And the team is also, you know, uh, treated the same way, you know, like they're, they're talking about strategy. They're also talking about internal logistics. They're kept up to speed on things that are happening within the agency, which to me is, is really kind of where the sweet spot is. Um, but then there are agencies where the agency only employs a project manager or let's say a producer or a digital project manager whatever the title is um, and that person is kind of responsible for both right so they're uh, working on the front lines working with clients so they're quote unquote client facing I'm which is facing, a yeah. term that I hate I'm so from, bad from that <laughs> that world right Um And it's almost like an account management job, but add onto that account management, um, more project management skills, you know, like planning, resource forecasting, keeping an eye on budgets, that kind of stuff. Um, So it's, it's like all over the place. So it's kind of hard to focus in on one, one piece of it. You know what I mean?
0: I, I think that's dead on. And so when I speak with owners and I say, why did you bring in somebody in an account management role? What I hear is they were worried that they weren't getting the value out of the relationship. And what I mean is the additional projects, right? They were were a lot of one and dones. And they didn't have somebody who was explaining to that client the other capabilities of the agency. Um, They didn't have somebody who was asking, what other things do you need? What other work do you have going on? And I think that that was the thing in, in the traditional model, right, that account manager... Actually, there was this sense that they were higher up on the totem pole. Right. Even though there may not have been a traditional hierarchy, there was a an, an kind of a anticipated one, right, or an inferred one. And the project manager, basically the account manager would say, well, look, I promised it, so you got to figure it out. You know, <laughs> and that, that was the war. With a digital project manager... They already had that role before the account manager came in with the client. Now, maybe they weren't asked or trained to go after more work, right? That wasn't necessarily their skill set. wasn't the, I don't even want to say schmoozing, but just that inquisitive nature. They were much more that focused on getting the the project done the best it could be. And an account manager comes in later. If I were a digital PM, I would almost feel like I, I kind of got booted from the relationship or asked to step aside. Now, I I agree with you. It depends on the culture of the shop and the way that it's run. But it's just an interesting dynamic to bring somebody in to be in charge of a relationship when there's already a relationship.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. I I also kind of question how meaningful the quote-unquote relationship is if you're really just there to manage the relationship. Like, if you're not involved in the work and you're not, you know – a part of day-to-day what's happening, like what's actually being done, the work that's being done on the project, then what is the value that you're bringing to the project, to the client, and to the team? And for me, you know, it, there's not much value if you're just there to come in and sell something. There's nothing that says that a, a PM can't just say, oh, there's there's a need here with the client or the team can identify that there's a need within a client that... You know, warrants additional discussion, and th- that goes to someone else. But again, you know, it really just goes back to the organization, and and it kind of comes down to the personalities of the people who are in the roles that that have already are already pre existing. Um, I, I know that you know, I've uh, when I was at Happy Cog, I hired um, a few project managers there in this kind of more hybrid role. And I've got to tell you, it was really difficult to find um, the person who has skills for both. You know, the person who is detailed and analytical as much as they are outgoing, easy to talk to strategic um, that those are almost like two kind of opposing skill sets, I guess in some ways. So it is hard to find the person who can do it all. So in that sense, I, I understand. I absolutely understand why someone would bring someone into that role. Um, do I think that uh, one role is more senior or more advanced than the other? Absolutely not. Um, I think that's you know just based on old the way that uh, sort of traditional agencies worked. Um, PMs were always kind of lower on the totem pole,
0: right? Because there was that that concept that well, project management something. That anybody could do. Right. It's totally not true. But that's that's kind of, believe me, because I've tried. But it, it's kind of it's kind of that, that belief set. Whereas account management is about who a person is, right? It's like, oh, yeah, she's great with clients, right? I mean, that, that's the kind of thing that you'll hear people say. Now, I'm glad that you, you kind of flipped a little, because I agree. There is a strong need for account management. And I would even say, when you get into a bigger project, right – it is important for the digital project manager to have that access to the client. I think the account manager needs to be a part of that. And I don't think you need to double bill, right? Like have two people on every call and all that kind of stuff. But then there's also a time where messages need to be sent out while work is being done. And I think that ability to divide and conquer is really pretty valuable. Yeah,
1: I agree with that. I think again, it all comes back to how you work, what the workflow is, what the roles are, and the personalities involved. Um, I think it's just a matter of finding the right combination of people or roles for the team is, is what's most important. So, you know, like when I'm doing my consulting work and I talk to a company that has zero project management, it's a matter of figuring out, okay, so do you have account managers? Um how do you envision project management working in your company? Um, let's talk about relationships and how you communicate with clients and what kind of the ongoing support or sales process is. Like, those are all things that play into a decision on who you need to add to your team. Not just saying we need an account manager and a project manager. You know like what are clients going to be willing to pay for? You know, a lot of companies think that, and a lot of clients have said this, like they don't want to pay for project management. Um, and that's probably because they just don't understand the value of it and what project management can do for a project to ad- advance a project and and not be you know charged left and right for you know change requests and things like that. Um, so it's 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 education as well as just finding that right mix, I think.
0: well, and and it's an interesting thing you just brought up about people not wanting to pay for project management. And I, I don't remember that from the agency world. Uh, But I know that media commissions, right, you you have this million-dollar media buy and 15% of that, which later became 7.5%, which later became 5%, right, Mm -hmm. like got whittled down. That was supposed to pay for all of the creative originally, right? And then um, so account management and project management and all these things. But this is a different world. And there's no media commissions. There's none of that. Yet there's still this concept. And I remember telling clients the definition of a billable hour is something that we would not do if your project didn't exist, <laughs> right? So it's like that project manager is not going to verify that everything's on track if there is no project. So if we're going to pay them, you're going to pay us. It's like and clients really never had a problem with it. they would just been told at some point that's not something you should pay for. Right. Just just ridiculous. So so this is interesting to me also because the web like. It, I, I've had more conversations lately, where it feels like there's a new wave or, or a maturity of uh, new shops, where there you've got more people coming in with a business background. You've got more people coming in with with actually a degree in something that would be of value at a digital agency. Such a good point. Right? Yeah, which the first wave didn't have that. Yes, and um, so but that, that first wave, the digital project managers, that kind of. Learn the ropes, you know, on the job, right? How many metaphors can, or things can I work in there? Um, they they had to do everything, right? I mean, they they were the client contact, they were managing the project, they were learning out of books or whatever, because traditional uh, project management training wasn't applicable to digital. Right. I mean, there, there might there's some concepts that totally were, but there was so much just nuances to digital. So I guess that's that's the other thing. Like, where are people finding account managers, and how are they how are they getting trained? If, if I were a digital PM, and I'm not trying to to dismiss the account manager and their their value, I'm just trying to understand how it plays in because it feels like we're trying to solve a problem in, in the digital agency space with a role with a title, and maybe maybe there's a different way to do it.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that's kind of where I'm coming from is that it's not as much about the role or the title as much as it as it is kind of like the work or the output that comes from that traditional role or title. So you know, that's kind of like the whole purpose of my book is the reason I call it Project Management for Humans is because while sure, the book is great for people who are traditionally digital PMs or even just project managers, um, the the central sort of idea of the book is that project management applies to everyone in everyday life. I mean, anything from planning a vacation to having people over for dinner, like things require planning and budgeting and, you know, maybe not on such a grand, large scale as a a large kind of multi-tiered project, but um, at the core, like we kind of manage projects day to day in our lives and that stuff applies to what we do at work. So, um, that's to say that, you know, a, a designer, developer, content strategist, whoever could pick up some project management skills and absolutely run a project while they're also contributing to the project with you know, while creating a deliverable or, you know, whatever it else, else is that they do on a project. So, you know, I, th- I think same goes for an account manager, you know, call them an account manager. Maybe they're still doing a little bit of project management as well. Um, I think there's some weird stigma around the the title project manager that I never really got. Um, I think it's more in advertising and um, digital for some reason. Uh, I had a client last week. uh, I've been working with them. On just kind of like brushing up on some skills and understanding what the role of they have account managers, what it, what it means, and they're hiring someone and they wanted to hire a digital project manager. I said, okay, that's great. You know, looked at their job description. Two days later, they changed it back because they had some conversations with their team, and the team basically said that there was a stigma that came along with the title of project manager. So they're now hiring an account manager who is doing a project manager's job. So like what do you do with that? You know what I mean? Like and and this has been a conversation at the Digital PM summit in the past too, you know, like call them a producer. I still think there's confusion around the term producer. Um, you know, because yeah, yeah, totally. that's that's used in another another place. But kind of back to where I I started was there are other industries where project managers are seen as like the CEO of the project, so to speak. And they're, they're they're well paid and they're, you know, people lean on them for very specific things and they're very practiced. Um, We're just not there yet in digital. I think we're still figuring out like what a digital PM is. I think we've got kind of like a squishy understanding of, of what it is. Um, hopefully, we're a little bit closer now to something, but I think it all—it always is going to come back to just the owner of a company, their understanding of what they need and, and how they want to set it up, and the personalities that are involved.
0: Well, I, that's just that story is mind blowing to me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the the concept that you're hiring for one thing, but you're going to call it something else because calling it the thing that it is has a bad stigma. That's wow. Right. And, and, and if
1: you look at, yeah. go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say, and the argument for me kind of like doesn't stick because, yeah, I get it. Like, uh, I've been told before, like, the first story in my book is about how I, I gave a talk about PM and somebody came up to me and was like, I've never worked with a good PM. So, like, I get it. Like, I get that there's a stigma and I'm personally trying to change that, but there's not much that you can do to change it if, you know, it's like this long standing thing within agencies
0: well except for wait for it to to go away right sure. i mean it's because then if people don't have that experience of it i mean and and so you know it, it's funny if you look at another industry like well, hell look at the symphony right i mean a pm in a way is a conductor right you know maybe maybe they're not making the decisions on exactly how something should be translated or whatever but they're responsible for coordinating everything that happens and and i mean i've said this before but they're the front lines. They understand how to communicate with everybody and they understand how, even if they can't do everything, they have to understand how everything works. So, and, and, and obviously it's a difficult job and your neck's on the line a bunch. Um, but yeah, I mean, and and obviously we're not going to solve it in in one broadcast. But you know,
1: what's cool though is, you know, you, you mentioned this earlier, like we're all self, taught in this kind of like generation of digital or the web right but now there are actually like there are courses for it you know i was at a conference in the uk in january where um manchester metro university they brought an entire course of people who were training to be digital project managers as they got out of school and i thought like how cool is that like they're actually learning the business side of a creative or technical job. And I think that's really important that at least that's, it, it's something that's being explored and talked about and learned.
0: Well, and, and it's something that's needed, right? Yeah. The, the question will be, will it be accepted? Right. Yes. <laughs> because sh- depending on who the shops run by, yeah. imposter syndrome can run throughout a shop and prevent really good things from happening out of fear that you'll find out nobody knows what's going on. <laughs> um, but that is amazing that they've actually got a, uh, a course of study on digital project management. And it's so important. I mean, everything that we do now is around digital projects. So how can you not have somebody who understands how to build and lead them? Right. In terms of the account manager thing, I think it's necessary. I, I honestly think that digital project managers have too much on their plate as it is, but I don't think that it's a situation where they should no longer be client-facing. Um, I think it's, it's to your point, it's more about everybody on a team. Everybody's got different skills. And if there's somebody who's really good at paying attention to other client needs and can be selling those other needs while the project's being developed, why wouldn't you want that person? Right. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's, it's all based on the people that you hire. I think I've said that like 14 times now, I'm sorry, but, um, no, no, say but I agree it, with you. Like, I, I don't think that I don't think that account management is something that should go away, same as I don't think project management should go away. I think um, if there's a need for them to be separate, that's completely fine. Um, you have to do what you need to do in order to best service your clients and also make sure that you know your projects are profitable and on time and everyone's happy. And if that's a combination of the roles or if it's two separate roles, it's just a matter of, figuring out who's doing what and when and why um, so that people aren't feeling like there's this weird kind of like competitive aspect or they're pitted against one another in those roles. It's, it's more that they're, they're working together.
0: And I think that's, that's the biggest realization. Mm-hmm. It's like you want to have people that are working together, not people that feel some sort of animosity towards each other. Definitely. Definitely. I
1: was when I was at Razorfish, I was the only PM on an account team of five people. And <laughs> the communications were awful. Like you we had to basically stop and say, all right, this is what you know these two or three people are doing. This is what you're doing. This is what the head of the account is doing. And by the way, this is all of the stuff that I'm doing as as the PM. And it worked out fine because it it was, you know, multi-million dollar, multiple project kind of account. Um, but I did have a seat at the table. Um, when I first started on that project, I didn't, you know, like I, I wasn't yeah. quote unquote client facing and it didn't work for me. Um, so I sat down and, you know, basically had a, a really good partnership with the account director um, and it worked. It worked really well. Um, so I think it can be done
0: for sure. Well, and it's it's part of the growing pains. I mean, as our industry starts to mature and we start to figure out how to be better and how to do more for our clients and for ourselves, you know, we'll we'll watch it evolve and and figure itself out. And I have no doubt that there are going to be a lot of discussions around this in the hallways at the Digital PM Summit in Vegas this year. Absolutely. And hopefully everybody's going to join us there. It's this October 15th through 17th. How was that? Was that a shameless plug or was that okay? I cannot wait. It's soon. I know it's coming up fast. I'm excited too. Well, Brett, thanks so much for being on the briefing today. I really appreciate it. Thank you. And everybody listening, we'll be back soon. Talk to you then.